Welcome to another episode of Courageous Conversations with Sheree. I'm your girl, Sheree Darien, and hello, Savannah. I hope you are having a terrific Thursday. I'm delighted to be here with you, bringing you another episode of Courageous Conversations with Sheree, where we are naked, unashamed, and unapologetic with our truth. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. And the viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its staff, or its license holder. And now that we've gotten all of that out of the way, who do we have on the line today? I bet you're wondering. We have Raja Love Life. Raja, are you with me? Hello, Cherie. Thank you so much for having me. I am really excited. Thank you. It is my absolute honor and privilege to have you with me, my darling. I just feel, and I really underscore that word today, that this is going to be such a beautiful dialogue between the both of us on Courageous Conversations with Cherie. And uh, I want to send that same vibration over the airways. I'm feeling it. Yes, here in Savannah and around the world, literally. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So let's create that space today, very intentional, and yes. um, and send it forward to all humanity today. So absolutely, yes. So Raja, I typically roll out the red carpet for my guests. That's my way of honoring them and introducing them to my very loyal listening audience. And so today I want to do that for you. Please allow me a moment to roll out the red carpet. Savannah, who is Raja Love Life? Raja is a transformational life coach, an energy healer, a receiver, and transmitter of divine messages. I love the divine. She lives in the beautiful county of Suffolk in the UK. She has been on a journey of self-discovery and self-healing for the last 10 years. Prior to that, she suffered for almost all of her life with all kinds of pain, physical, mental, and emotional. She was diagnosed with various conditions like hypothyroid, fibromyalgia, migraine, IBS, depression, high anxiety, panic attacks, to name some, which led her to take the journey of going inward. (laughs) I love that. When she couldn't find solutions outside of her, she has now come out on the other side. Isn't it beautiful? (laughs) Leading a life of calm, vitality, and joyfulness. Through her experience, she has learned that all answers lie within ourselves because we are connected to our true selves. We are connected to the source, to the universe. Empowered by this knowledge, it is now her mission to empower others, help others to become their best selves so that they can go through the journey of life with ease. Welcome, my darling. I think everybody are giving you a standing ovation right now. Thank you. Thank you, you, Cherie, for that beautiful introduction. Thank you. You are most welcome, my darling. So you are in the UK. What part specifically? Eastern part of England. Fabulous. Welcome to Courageous Conversations with Cherie and welcome to the WRUU family. So We read your bio, you've done your work. I love that. I've been saying a lot recently Uh that we've shifted here. I believe when I first started this platform or on this platform, I brought a lot of baggage 
right? Okay. I was in the midst of my own work. I was in the midst of my own healing. Wow. However, like yourself, Raja, yeah. I too have gotten to the end of the tunnel, right? Mm -hmm. I could see the light at the end of the tunnel, but mm -hmm. I'm on the other side of that thing. So there's a shift that's happened on this platform. There's a shift that's happened with me as the hostess. There's a shift that's happened with Courageous Conversations with Sheree. And so in that shift, I think my reason for serving today in this space is to help others be encouraged and empowered, as you said, to get out of where they currently are and be inspired to know that the other side actually exists. It's not That's a myth. Wonderful. Yes, it exists. And it, it's so difficult for us to see when we are in pain, when we are in that suffering. It sometimes is a challenge to see that light. But yes, it exists. Yeah. And part of that challenge, and you can certainly disagree, but for me, as I was uh, processing my own journey to healing, it feels like I'm the only one. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> I am laughing with you now, <laughs> but you know, I wasn't laughing then, you know, 10 years ago, I wasn't laughing. Right. I thought exactly the same, Sherry. You know, I was looking at my friends and everyone around me and I thought, everyone's got perfect lives you know they've got all the lives okay no one is suffering no one's got but why have I got all why me why yes me? yes absolutely <laughs> I totally agree with you I'm with you there yes it comes down to attitude and, and again you may disagree but for me I realized that it came down to my attitude and the fact that I had a choice yeah I can stay here yeah. or I can get up I can make a decision Mm -hmm. Right. We were talking about setting the intention. I can mm -hmm. make a decision to create a new narrative. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's what essentially I did. And I think for our audience, I'd like to serve them while we're here. And you and I are having this very courageous conversation. I like to serve them and, and be encouraging to them and speak to them directly as we are talking that this is your opportunity to make a decision. Yeah. You know, evaluate your current life. Yeah. I don't even want to say your current situations or circumstances because they always change, right? Not but where not. are you in your journey of life? Because you said that you they can go through the journey of life with ease. Mm -hmm. So I want you to start. What do you mean by that? Help encourage and empower others by just breaking that down and unpacking. How can one go through the journey of life with ease? Yeah. So I was making a video today, a short video that I was going to post on Facebook. Yeah. And it was about finding our inner peace. And so I started talking about um, how do we find this inner peace? Because a lot of people nowadays, especially in this modern world that we live in today, we live a very chaotic life. You know, so many people are so stressed and so many things to do and so far away from that peace. And looking for that piece, you know, so many people looking for that piece. So when I was making this video, and this is what I talked about in the video, that um, the way to find the inner peace is to stop looking for it. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. To stop looking for it because it's not anywhere outside. If we keep looking for it, it means that it's somewhere outside. The inner peace exists within us. All of us have this peace within us, this calm within us. And the way to get to that is just learning to tune into that. And so I was sharing these tips on how we can do that. So living life with ease, is, you see, the thing is, um, a lot of us, we're running around doing all the things that we've got to do, you know, jobs that we've got to go to, kids that we've got to look after, chores that we've got to, so much everyone's got to do. So we're running around all the time. When we're running around so much, we keep ourselves in that chaos, in that stress mode. You see, we get up in the morning. A lot of people wake up to the alarm, right? The alarm goes beep, 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 beep. Straight away, that sends us into a, a stress mode because right. alarm means it's warning for the body, right? So you kick into that stress mode straight away. The body kicks into that mode straight away. You jump out of bed, then you're running around, doing all the things you've got to do. So we are in stress, 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 keeping ourselves in that mode. And so when we keep ourselves in that frame of mind, in that state of body, we are living a chaotic life and we cannot connect to that peace within us. So 
when we learn to connect to that peace that already exists within us, how easy we can do this is by simply okay, starting the day early. For example, a simple tip that I would share with the listeners is that, for example, instead of waking up to the alarm and jumping off and doing the things that we do, wake up half an hour earlier, wake up one hour earlier, you know, uh, go to bed one hour earlier and wake up one hour earlier. Right. When we start the day, when we have that extra 30 minutes or one hour in the morning, just spending that time for ourselves, not for our kids, not for the family, not for anyone else, but just for you, just for yourself, spending that time slowly, you know, gently, just breathing, taking some conscious breath, taking that slow, starting that slow, you know, the slow start of the morning, that sets the tone for your day. And when you start your day in that, from that peaceful place, it sets the tone for a peaceful day. And how you start your day defines your day. So this is a very simple trick, a very easy trick to just tune into your breath consciously for a few minutes in the morning. Just close your eyes. You don't have to do anything. Just closing your eyes. Maybe you can sit with your cup of tea or coffee, whatever you drink in the morning. And just, you know, taking a few deep breaths, conscious deep breaths, calm breathing, just spending that time with yourself and see the change that happens in your life once you start to practice this regularly. You do this every day and how it shifts in your life. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is something that prior to my journey, you know, 10 years ago, let's say, or 15 years ago, let's say, I was constantly in a stress mode, always doing everything and always, always stressed out. And before I learned how to do this myself, and as I started to go inward, as I started to connect with myself, I learned that everything existed within me, actually. The peace that I was looking for, running around, looking for it, existed within me. The love that I was running around, looking for, existed within me. The joyfulness that I was running around, looking for it, existed within me. So... Everything is about, you know, tuning into that which, which already exists within you. And as you said earlier, Shuri, it's about our choice. And that's what I did. You know, when I was suffering from all those conditions that I was diagnosed with, and, they, you know, there were incurable diseases, and there's no treatment for them as such, apart from taking regular meds. And I chose at the time that, okay, this is not the road I want to go down. I chose to shift, I chose to change, and that's what I did. And the day I made that decision, things started to shift, things started to happen, and the magic slowly unfolded. Little by little, baby steps, and it's taken me a long time to do it, but here I am. So doing that, and that's what I want to share with everybody, that yes, you can do it too. You don't have to remain in pain. It's your choice. You don't have to remain in chaos and stress. It is your choice to choose to be the peace. It's your choice to be joyful. You don't have to stay and stay in sadness. You don't have to stay in depression. It's your choice. And the day we make that choice, that's the day things start to shift. And magical things happen to you. You know, your body, your body, your brain starts to open up all kinds of channels for the body. The universe opens up doors for you to bring you all the information, all the knowledge that you need, the things that you want to do. Everything comes to you. You know, I'm thinking about the law of attraction. And I've been saying a lot lately, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Or you reap what you sow, right? All of that is pretty much the same thing. And I've been, I just shared that there's a shift that I know is a very, very tangible, evident shift that's taken because it began with me. We're all energy. I project energy every single week over these airlines, right? Absolutely wonderful. And so before in that healing mode, I was attracting the same type of even guests to the platform, which means I know I was resonating with even the same like-minded or uh, people that were experiencing the same thing, even from the audience standpoint. So now- With this shift, the fact that we, you and I could have had the intention to engage in an interview months ago, like when you originally reached out, it's been several months ago, but I believe to the point of divine timing, we could not have, we could not have that, have that conversation before today. Everything happens at the right time as it's meant to happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's where we are 
today. And so when you're speaking to that shift, I'm thinking you're right. We don't have to remain in pain, in chaos, in stress, or difficulty, or struggle, or sadness, or depression, or whatever your word is and where you Mm -hmm. may be today, that Mm -hmm. you can come out of it. So the shift that I am taking my audience to, and that I am personally experiencing now, is that peace of mind. And becoming non-negotiable, Raja, with that peace of mind, now that I have done the work, no excuses, right? We own all of it, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent. It comes along with the journey that got us here. But now that we're here, I'm offering the opportunity for bliss, for abundance, for joy, for peace of mind, for health in all areas of our life, physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, whatever that is in your life and that it is possible. So I think it comes down to the radio dial, (laughs) a plug for WRUU. It really comes down to fine tuning, fine tuning and making a decision, a deliberate, intentional decision that that's not working for me anymore. This is what I want for my life. I want that journey of ease. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're absolutely right about, you know, the fine tuning. It's just like a radio station, how we connect to the universe, the things that we receive. It's about tuning tuning little by little you know to find that station to find that exact frequency for us yeah so, and, and, and it takes time to learn to tune into that it takes time yes but like you said it is the intention that the day you decide the day you set that intention that okay this is it now I am going to change I am going to allow this new things to come into my life I want to move towards what I want in my life that's the day that you can start to gently shift that tuner, you know, to tune into that frequency for yourself. So, yeah, and, and I remember, just like you said, I remember in my journey how, you know, um, things that I used to complain about you know, yeah. in, my, in my life, and um, there were even for so many years because I wasn't aware of it myself. I was unknowingly blaming other people blaming life situations you know for the things that was happening to me um and then uh, as I started to shift as I started to see these changes happening and as I started to realize that we're all energy beings and how we attract everything how our vibration attracts everything and I started making that shift in myself the beautiful thing was Sheree that as I started to shift myself everything around me started shifting Yes, I didn't have to do anything to go and change anybody or to change the world. I just had to shift myself. I just had to do the work with myself, in myself, just change myself. And as I kept evolving, everything around me kept kept evolving. And it was purely magical. I was really enjoying (laughs) seeing like, oh, my goodness, I didn't have to do anything. I just had to do it. To myself, I just had to shift myself. I just had to bring that change in myself. And that's it. Everything around me started shifting. You know, the people I wanted to attract, the things that I wanted to attract, everything, you know, work that I wanted to attract, everything started shifting as I just shifted myself within me. That is it right there. When we take personal responsibility (laughs) for how we show up, it directly impacts everything else. When we shift, everything else around us shifts. I love it. I love it. It is freedom. It is liberating when you do that. It is freedom. Yeah, absolutely. You know, freedom from the bondage that, you know, many of us don't realize that internally and externally, you know, internally, we could be bonded to something that we don't, we're not even aware of. And when this shift starts to happen and you really free yourself from all of that, because you, you realize that, oh my God. I am this, actually this powerful energy being that I am connected to the universe and it's my vibration that the universe sends me back the same thing. And even the people who come into our life, you know, a lot of times that some people would go like, oh my God, I just cannot stand that person. Why is that person in my life? Right, right. Yeah. And when those kind of people come into our lives, they are there for a reason. They are a mirror showing you something 
you know, an aspect of you that perhaps you are not seeing. Um, because it's not easy for us to see ourselves. I always say this, Sheree, that it's difficult for us to see. It's a challenge to see ourselves because we are behind our eyes. <laughs> you see? Right, right. We ourselves are behind our eyes, whereas the whole world is in front of us, in front of our eyes, so we can see. So it's very easy to see everyone else and the entire world. But it's not easy to see ourselves because we are behind our eyes. And so the universe has this beautiful way of bringing people and situations to us to show us exactly what we need to see. And so if a particular person is challenging for us or a particular situation is challenging for us, it is trying to tell you something. It's trying to show you something you're not able to see. So it was start really starting to get, you know, I started to enjoy all the challenges as I started to learn this, you know, seeing the people that I struggled with, the challenges, the situations that I struggled with, I started to really enjoy because I was like, okay, life is showing me this. <laughs> it is certainly a different perspective. And it's so interesting that you said that when you were just speaking about how uh, we ourselves are behind our own eyes, the world and everyone else is in front of us. It's easy for us to see whatever in other people, but difficult for us many times to see ourselves. Yeah. Uh, people show us ourselves, right? Particularly those people that are challenging and could be difficult. Yeah. I was just thinking about this thought. I mean, it was actually an unspoken thought, but in my mind, yeah, I was thinking about a partnership, a business uh, partner that I have. And I was thinking we are so total opposite of each <laughs> other, right? And like, and he, he, he really, sometimes I, that is so apparent. The differences, uh, okay. my strengths, his weaknesses and uh, his strengths, my weaknesses, right? Uh -huh. uh, it was so apparent. And I'm thinking, how, how did this even, how did we even become partners? Because we're so polar opposites, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was in that moment of me just reflecting on the relationship that I really gleaned the nugget that it was an opportunity for growth, my own growth. Beautiful. Was it? It wasn't a bad thing. It was actually a gift. Not at all. Not at all. You're absolutely spot on. That's how I started seeing, you know, the challenges that I used to have before where I used to complain and complain before. Yeah. And then as I shifted from that complain mode to actually being grateful for it. Gratitude. Gratitude, yes. you know for all the pain, for all the challenges, because they all had a reason why they were there in my life to show me exactly what I needed to see, just like you're saying. As I started to see this, I saw the beautiful nuggets everywhere. It's like, wow, this is beautiful. Thank you. And I was just like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Yes. Yeah. And that's the posture I think we need to adopt, that we can have an attitude of gratitude for yeah. every single thing that occurs in our life. I literally just came back my first flight of, of 2020. I love traveling, didn't get uh, the opportunity to do very much this year, but yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. So this past weekend I had an opportunity to go and support my best friend who lost her father. So I flew to Washington and back okay. and I love, I'm fascinated with flying. So I'm in the air and I'm thinking about how my one being, me and my family and, you know, my intimate circles are so small compared to the entire world. You know, yeah. I often think of the earth as a monopoly board when I'm in the air flying because okay. everything looks so tiny. Like you can literally pick up a car or home or something, right? Everything just looks so small, but it looks perfectly in order. And yeah. so I'm fascinated by that. And I'm thinking, Sometimes when we're in our own space, in our own head, and whatever it is that's happening in mm -hmm. our world, our world mm -hmm. can seem so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But yeah. in the larger scope of things, mm -hmm. we're just a drop in the bucket. It's mm -hmm. just one tiny piece of the full equation. And I'm thinking, I need to take on that perspective, Sheree. Yeah. You know, something important could be going on in your world, but look at this from a, a larger perspective. There's yeah. a lot that's happening in the yeah. universe in, you know, from a global perspective, from a wider range. Yeah. And so when you take on that reality, whatever you have becomes so minute, it becomes so small. 
so small. Yeah, so small. And in fact, that's what I share with people, exactly what you've said now. I always suggest people to travel because when we travel, we do exactly that. We start to see actually how small we all are and our troubles and our problems that we think is so huge. Huge. It's not. Yes. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> It's not in the grand scheme of things is not there's so much going on in fact when you start to see the beauty of the world the vastness of the planet what's going on the vastness of the universe what's going on the beauty of how it all works how energy how vibration the law of attraction how everything works when you start to appreciate this vastness that that concentration into our small problems kind of disappears it, just it does dissipates. it just it dissipates, dissipates. Yeah. it dissipates yes that's what i'm saying it's a you have a brand new i excuse me i can only speak for me have a brand new appreciation for life and yeah. as you stated the journey of life and yeah. then i can get in this space where i can truly honor all of it the mm -hmm. challenges that makes me better it helps me grow it yeah. helps me evolve it keeps me becoming the next best version of myself. I'm never in competition with anyone else. It's just, I want to be better than the person I was yesterday. You know? Absolutely yeah. true. Yeah, absolutely. We're not in competition with anyone else, just ourselves, that I want to become a better version. Yeah, you're spot on. Yeah, okay. see, I knew we were sisters, girl. I knew it. <laughs> it. You know, I really want to help our audience. This sounds so good because we've done our work. We were talking about coming out of the thing, right? Whatever that thing was. And yeah. certainly there'll be more things that we have to endure and overcome. Um, but we've, we here's where we are. And so we invite people into this space right now. But yeah. I want them to understand that if it's just a needlepoint shift in the right direction. Mm -hmm just to the way you even think your perspective, mm -hmm. that's enough. That's enough for today. That's enough for today. So yeah. to offer yourself that grace, that yeah. ease again, that ease, yeah. to give yourself a break, to be yeah. grateful for where you are, where you've yeah. been, and certainly where you're going. And mm -hmm. I'm casting my anchor, my hope into the future mm -hmm. because I believe the best of our life is the rest of our life. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And also, it's not about, you know, uh, some people go on like, oh, I'm already so and so many years old, I'm 50, I'm 60, I'm 70, whatever, they will go on and say, uh, there's not, you know, I haven't got many years left, or I'm old, or, you know, that yeah, right. attitude. And I always say to them that it's not about how many years you've got left, it's about the quality of those years. Yeah, Maybe you know, it doesn't matter. You could be 30, you could be 40, it can end tomorrow. Who knows about life, right? When it's going to end, it all comes with an expiry date. We don't know what the date is. Yes, it correct. can end tomorrow. But it's about spending that one day, one year, 10 years, 50 years, whatever it is, in quality. It's the quality that's important, how we spend that time, not waiting to retire, not waiting to get old and just die, but spending every day in joy you know joyfully every day enjoying life every single day to be in that joyful in that bliss every single day yes and, and then people may say so how do you do that <laughs> yeah and it's a simple trick that I share with people that it is really easy to do that in fact you see a lot of times what what, what happens to us and I was one of them in the past as well before yeah. I knew before I yeah. learned it so we tend to keep ourselves busy with all the things that we tell ourselves that we've got to do. So we've got chores, we've got work that we don't really enjoy, you know, things that we do, so many things. So when we are doing all of that, we don't really give ourselves any time to do the things that we really enjoy. For example, let's say you really love um, painting or you really love singing or you really love dancing or something that you really enjoy from within. And I always stress on the word enjoy as well. It is joy in. So oh, in wow. joy is yeah. joy in. So it is a very interesting word. So always do. And people say, oh, I don't have the time. I love singing. I love doing my music. I love painting. I love dancing, but I don't have the time. And then again, I say, if we spend, you know, how many hours that we spend watching TV, for example, three hours four hours, right. <laughs> hours 
social media we spend on so many hours right what, correct. out of all of that what if we take out just half an hour or just one hour to do the things that you really enjoy and what happens is that's like a magic pill for yourself so it's like taking a magic pill for yourself when you do that when you do that artwork that you really enjoy for 30 minutes when you do that singing and dancing that you really enjoy for 30 minutes or one hour at that point, you are infusing your body with happy chemicals because when we do what we really enjoy, we are producing all the serotonins, all the dopamine, yes. so you are infusing your body with the beautiful chemicals that you are supposed to be. We are supposed to be joyful. We are, we're not supposed to be sad and depressed and stressed and busy. We're supposed to be joyful. We're supposed to be peaceful. We're supposed to be happy all the time. So when we spend that time, when we start living consciously and be aware of what we are doing, so instead of sitting in front of TV watching three hours of something that is not really doing anything for me, I might as well spend half an hour doing something I really enjoy because at that time, what I'm doing is I'm actually producing happy chemicals, I'm feeding myself happy pills, I'm actually working on myself or my well-being. And when we start to practice that every single day, you will start to see the shift. You will start to see the change in your body, the healing that will happen, you know, the conditions that used to break I down. think that's, that's so important. You have to yeah. practice it. Like, you, you know, you have to create, we create habits all the time, but yeah. we have to create a habit of producing happiness in our own lives. Doing, and you do that, again, talking about just the needlepoint shift by beginning to do the things that you love. And part of that uh, process is just identifying. Some people may be listening that haven't even thought about, mm -hmm. oh, I used to love to dance. Mm -hmm. I used to love to sing. Oh my God, I used to love to yeah. draw, you yeah. know? Yeah. Some people probably got so caught up in the cares of life that they forgot what their first love was. True. And, or new, like new. Is there something that you've mm -hmm. always wanted to do that you have just been putting it on your your bucket list, if you will, mm -hmm. and haven't even gotten around to it or may think that, you know, you don't have time enough to do it again. I would say you do go back to that list. In fact, yeah, create a new list or yeah. revisit the old list. Start mm -hmm. there. Start yeah. there. Start yeah. there for sure. Wow. The first half hour of this episode is already gone. <laughs> and I just wanted to add in there, Sheree, quickly, because yes. the current situation at the moment with COVID going on. Yeah. So many people get depressed and, you know, stay in the fear mode because of what's going on around the world. And I would like to stress on the fact that this is such a good time because it is giving us the time. The gift. Yeah, stay at home and then figure yourself, go inward, do this journey, take this time because you've always wanted to have this time for yourself, right? Now you are getting this time. So focus on that. Be grateful that it's a beautiful time I'm getting to find to rediscover myself and I'm seeing a lot of people as you probably are doing the same thing as well that people are starting to take up painting or people are doing gardening and you know people who've never gardened before planting vegetables and stuff like right. that people who've never painted before are doing painting and you know mm -hmm. people taking up music learning new instruments online and so many things people are doing creativity so the beautiful things that are unfolding under the guise of this COVID, I want people to focus on that beauty of the unfoldment that is happening right now. And for each one to really take this time to rediscover yourself, to discover yourself and rediscover yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's beautiful. And it, it is multi-generational. Yeah. It, it impacts the entire family from the children to our elder seniors, like yeah. everybody has an opportunity to use their creativity and innovate. Yeah. Like you said, to discover or rediscover themselves. This is absolutely beautiful. Savannah, I hope you are enjoying today's show as much as I am. I am <laughs> truly enjoying it, Shuri. <laughs> yes, we're going to take a very quick break, Savannah. We'll be right back with you. This portion of WRUU's programming is brought to you by listeners and by Sentient Bean. Sentient Bean has been serving fair trade coffee, thoughtfully sourced food, and other items to the community since 2001. They offer curbside pickup, delivery, and online ordering as well. 
They are open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily and are located at 13 East Park Avenue on the south side of Forsyth Park. More information can be found at sentientbean.com. How many times have you heard WRUU's corporate underwriting message? If you remember it, then your potential customers remember your message as well. We are offering this space to connect corporate and institutional partners with our loyal and active listeners. Underwriting on WRUU is short, so listeners don't tune out. It's exclusive, so your message won't be lost in advertising clutter. And it supports Savannah's only community radio station. For a marketing package to increase your reach beyond traditional media, email underwriting at wruu.org. And we are back. You're listening to another episode of Courageous Conversations with Shree. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. And we're global today, Savannah. We're talking to Raja Love Life all the way from the UK. Raja, are you still there with me? Yes, I am, Cherie. Thank you very much. <laughs> Fabulous. You know, we unpack a lot in that first half hour of this episode. There's still more, Savannah, so hold on to your seat. But we're talking about the opportunity, the gift, if you will, having a different perspective on life, essentially, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the opportunity, the gift that COVID has given us, a gift of creativity, of an innovation, a gift mm-hmm. of discovering and rediscovering our best selves, right? And doing the things that we love. I call it the pregnant pause, right? Life has given us an opportunity to have a pregnant pause. And so yes. in that, it's interesting to see what humanity as a whole will birth out of that. And so for you, what does that look like for you? What has that been? Um, I think that's a beautiful shift that's happening, you know, all around. I can, I see the change happening. I can feel it. I feel the energy shift that's happening around. And um, of course, personally, for me, it's been wonderful because, um, you know, so many people I'm able to connect uh, through the, you know, the platform of um, uh, online platforms. So that has been beautiful opening up to the world that way. Yeah, there is a major shift that I feel that is happening in the world where things that we were not able to see before are coming to light. The beautiful uh, works that are coming to light now. So many people are waking up to their true selves, waking up to the true light. So that shift is happening and it's getting to be visible to people now. So yes, personally, for me, that is a great shift for humankind, I think. And that's what COVID is playing, that while we were comfortable, as we like to be comfortable as humans, we love being comfortable. But the thing is, change does not happen when we are comfortable. So we were in our comfortable lives, you know, doing the things that we do. The shift of the planet, the planetary shift, the human evolution. Yes. Which is all connected. We are all connected. And each one of us, as my shift is happening and your shift is happening, all of us, our shift is happening on a planetary level. The planet is also happening. The shift is also happening for the planet. And so this um, shift was very much required. And to kind of quicken the process that we are blessed with something like this, with an episode like this, so that everything is actually happening much quicker than it would have happened without it. Things would have progressed a little slower, perhaps, because people would stay in their comfort zone. People wouldn't want to come out and do the work that they're supposed to do. And so on a collective level, this beautiful shift, I think, is happening because of this push that we're being given now. That's good. So we were talking a lot about the shift and taking even COVID as a gift, right? In Mm -hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. And, and I really want, we're excited, certainly you and I both, you know, it, it feels really good. Like it feels really good to come out of whatever that dark time was, right? It really yeah. does feel like it's new life. It yeah. really does. Oh my God. And, and I don't apologize for that. You know, I've done my work and it was difficult work. And so I want to honor and hold space for the people that are going through their own troubling times, um, challenges right now. But I, too, want to celebrate equally with those that have done their work and come out of that thing on the other side. So with that being said, how can one come out the other side stronger 
after going through so much pain, be it physical, mental, or emotional? Yeah. So the thing about pain is that um, understanding that pain comes for a reason is a big thing for us. That's the shift of the attitude, the shift in attitude. When we are in pain, whether it's physical or mental or emotional, whatever pain that we are going through, whether it's personal, whether it's global at the moment, right? whatever pain that we are going through, we tend to focus on that pain and then stay in that pain and then either we complain about it or we get depressed about it or we get scared about it, worrying about the outcomes and jumping into all kinds of conclusions and assumptions. And that's what we tend to do because we you know, tend to jump into things we've seen or things we've heard or things we've read. And so we automatically jump into all kinds of worst case scenarios. Yes. We are very good at, do, at doing as humans. But when we learn to, when we teach ourselves, this is something that we've got to teach ourselves because we have never been taught how to do this. But now as we are shifting, as, big, we are, as the evolution is happening, we have to teach ourselves new ways, new things, new ways to think about how to think, basically. So when we teach ourselves, when we learn to teach ourselves that everything happens for a reason, and the reason is always good. Yes, they may come in the form of pain, but it is the, the pain is the challenge. It is the stepping stone. So when we step onto the pain and then we use this, the pain as a stepping stone is the only way we can go up to the next level and that's how we grow. Without the pain, without the challenge, we never grow. We stay stagnant. So if we remain in the pain, we remain stagnant. If we remain in a complaint mode or in a fear mode, we remain stagnant. We don't grow. But it's when we start to understand that pain comes for a reason, that everything happens for a reason, the challenge is actually something good for me it is for me to step onto it and then climb up to the next level that's when the shift will happen and then you'll start to see that all this pain and challenges that we have in our life they're actually compasses guiding us which direction you need to go where do you need to look at what do you need to look at is what it shows us and then when we start to shift our focus from the pain mode to the lesson mode, we then turn to gratitude. We become grateful. We understand that everything happens for a reason and therefore we are grateful for that. And then you shift from the pain mentality, the pain attitude to gratitude, to an attitude of gratitude. And that's when everything will start to shift in your life. Yeah, this sounds so good. I talked to some very special people week after week on this platform. And I can imagine people saying, okay, Sheree, okay, Raja, how do I implement these things that you're saying? It sounds so beautiful mm -hmm. in a very practical way, right? Mm -hmm. And so as you were just sharing how pain can be a compass or a guide, yeah. it doesn't feel like it in the... <laughs> You know, real time, real life experience, it doesn't feel like it. Sometimes our vision is actually clouded yes. by whatever's actually taking place in that moment. And so mm -hmm. on a very practical level, I want us to actually provide an example, yeah. for lack of a better word, yeah. of how this can be really seen in, in practice in real life, in real yeah. time. For yeah. instance, if I know... I'm entering into a difficult conversation, whatever relationship, because we're in so many relationships, business or personal and, or yeah. other. And we know that it's going to be challenging. So whatever yeah. that, that looks like. So when we step into that, I think it goes back to taking ownership for me. Yeah. How do I show up in that space in that mm -hmm. moment? If I'm anxious, I'm bringing that anxiety. If I'm frustrated, I'm bringing that frustration. Yeah. If I'm angry, I'm bringing that. So okay. that energy is what you bring in it. So say someone has to uh, enter into a very difficult conversation and mm -hmm. they just are uncomfortable with it. What would you say to aid them in being prepared to have the best, most productive uh, conversation first? Just the way they show up as far as that okay. energy. Okay, that's a really good question, Sheree. I really like that because that is a challenge I think a lot of people do face but when we are unaware 
and we just unknowingly get into a uh, situation and then it just spirals out of control and we don't know what's happened. Our intention may be well good, but then it just suddenly spirals out, spins out of control and it's somewhere else that we don't want to be. Yes. So yeah, that's a very good question. So my answer to that is to practice gratitude. Number one is to practice gratitude every single day, starting the day with practicing gratitude. And initially it is very easy to just practice gratitude for good things. So that's very simple. You can practice gratitude for anything and everything, literally, you know, I, I'm really grateful for my beautiful hair. I'm really grateful for my legs. I'm really grateful for my lungs. You know, so many things you can be grateful for. I'm grateful for my uh, house, for my family, whatever. You know, there's so many things to be grateful for, for this planet, for the earth, for the sun, for the moon. They're always there. You, it's so easy to practice that gratitude. When we practice that gratitude regularly every single day, before you even start your day as a practice in the morning when you're sitting, just it'll just take two minutes to say those few gratitudes you know three gratefulness for everything that is there for the sun for the moon whatever that you want to express your gratitude for you start your energy you you build your energy on gratitude for that day so that's a really good start to get a good habit to get into because as you said it's your energy you go with anger you receive anger. You go with frustration, you receive frustration, right? So it's all about your energy, what you project, what you emit that you're going to attract throughout the day. So when you start your day with gratitude, you are already making a layer of gratitude for yourself. So you are already vibrating gratitude, which means you're going to be connecting with more people and things to be grateful for will be coming back to you. Okay, so that's a good start. But then coming to a situation where you have to meet somebody, let's say, whether it's personal or professional, and that person is going to be challenging for you, whether it's a difficult ex that you have to have a conversation with, yeah. or whether it's a difficult business partner or a colleague or a boss, whatever. That yeah. Through, yeah. yeah, it's a difficult situation. You're not looking forward to it. How do you prepare yourself so that you come out of it in a good situation for yourself? So. The most important thing is to always, always, always prepare yourself. If you're going to meet somebody that is going to be challenging, the key thing to do is to just spend five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever time that you can take out, spend that time, five minutes, just sitting quiet and closing your eyes and holding an intention, holding an intention that you are going to speak from a place of peace, from a place of calm, when you set that intention, you are already building your vibration, what you're going to emit. You're already telling your body, you're telling yourself, you're telling your mind that I am going to speak from a place of calm, okay? So you set that intention and then you just sit there for a few minutes, just two or three minutes, five minutes, whatever time you can spare, just do some conscious breathing, very calm breathing through your nose, inhale and exhale. And if you have any kind of stress come up, you know, frustration come up, then here's a technique that I can share with you is exhale through the mouth, all the way out from your belly, really long and slow, okay? When you exhale like that from your belly, through your mouth, you are exhaling, you're dispelling all of that anxiousness that you're feeling, you're releasing that into the light, okay? When you release that, you are then not holding that energy into you, inside you. So you will not be starting the conversation from that place of anxiety or anger. So release that first. Take a few breaths. You can do this, you know, inhale through the nose, all the way into your belly, and then exhale through the mouth, out from your belly. And you can do this three sets of them or five sets, however many you can do. And then bring yourself to that place of calm. Then breathe gently through the nose, in and out. Then set the intention that I am going to speak from a place of non-judgment, from a place of peace, from a place of calm. And my intention is to resolve this situation, whatever it is that I'm going to speak about. Okay? So when you set that intention, when you calm your breath, when you've released your anxiety through the breath work, then you are already, so you started your day with gratitude, you've, started, you've set your intention, you've released all your anger or anxiety, you are already setting a good vibration for the conversation. 
And then the third thing to do before you start have before you meet the person is to say that my intention is whatever conversation that I'm going to have with this person is for our higher good. May the outcome be for our higher good. So whenever the intention is held for our higher good, it's always going to come out good because it's not for my good because my good means selfishness or self-sense or whatever. (laughs) So when we say for our higher good, it is going to be for the good for both of us. Yes. See, I love that you were so prepared and actually giving a practical example. That's why I do this show. We're here to serve Raja humanity at a, you know, that's the better version of myself because once we have done our work, I believe it's a responsibility of us to give back. This is how I got out of it. And I want humanity as a whole to also be able to, number one, own their own truth and do their own work, but also pay it forward. That's what we're here for. Absolutely. So high five. I love that. Yes. High five. And you know, I think it's important that we also, and you can certainly continue if you so desire, but if you feel like you've already answered this particular question, we can certainly move on. Mm -hmm. I think it's helpful though, that we help people understand how to detach from their past experiences and any pain that they have had so that they can move on in a more healthy way Mm -hmm. uh, that they also can learn how to heal and grow. Again, speaking from the standpoint of us already doing our work, some of our work certainly in this thing we call life, but then also looking forward, looking ahead. Yeah, so detaching ourselves from our past or from our, you know, um, things that we've gone through. So a lot of times we attach ourselves to the past or to the painful past. Uh, one is a memory that we keep ourselves in that pain. Even, even physical pain is just memory that our body is constantly reliving every single day that, okay, I have this ache in my shoulder or my arms. You know? Right. Uh, yeah. So it's the body reliving the memory every single day. So that's one thing. So it's memory. And also at a mental and emotional level, we are memorizing the pain that we've gone through that yesterday or a year ago or 10 years ago we are just recreating that again and again in our head in our brain in our head the thing is for the brain and the body there is no difference between the past or the present or the future say that again say that again I love that I've never heard anyone (laughs) say that but I so I didn't want you to leave that the thing is what the thing is for the brain (laughs) for the brain and the body there is no difference between the past and the present and the future everything is the present there is no past or future everything is the present so when I'm sitting here right now and I'm reliving pain of fibromyalgia, for example, six years ago. And I'm thinking about it. And I'm thinking, oh, the pain I used to have, all the pain I had on my shoulders, <laughs> you know, all the stiffness I used to have. And I'm reliving it right now for the brain and the body. I am suffering from it right now from the, in this present moment. So, so every- when you bring it, when you bring it back up, when you make it yes. the present, you experience yes. it as, as you did then. You are experiencing it right now. So for example, suffering had, it twice. Yes. And when you, for example, if you've had a bad relationship, let's say five years ago, and you've already broken up with your ex, you've left him, whatever. But then you're having a conversation about it and reliving it again and again. Oh my God, the horrible things he used to do to me. No, 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 no. You know, we're doing all that. For the brain and the body, you're living it right now, okay? Wow. So that does not do us any good when we are reliving. So the best thing to do is, yes, when we have had pain, we've, we've had the pain and the challenge for a reason. We are grateful. We express gratitude for those challenges because they came for a reason to teach us something beautiful, a lesson. And we're grateful for that lesson. And when we do that, we release and let go. I was just going to ask you, how important is it to release and let go? Releasing and letting go is very important for the healing. Yes, for our past detachment from the past, for our healing, letting go is very important. But letting go is not easy. It's easy to say, oh, just let go. But if you don't know how to let go, how does one let go? You know, letting go is got to be done in a particular way. There's a technique for it. And the way to do it is to understand 
and know it within yourself that it came for a reason. The pain came for a reason. The person who gave me pain in my life, the challenge that came to me, the physical pain that came to my body, it came to teach me a lesson. It came to teach me a beautiful lesson. And out of that lesson, I had to grow. I had to become who I am today. So when you start to see that, when you see, start to see that beautiful lesson, that's when you can feel the gratitude and you say, thank you. Thank you for coming into my life. You showed me what I needed to see. Thank you. When you start to express gratitude, that's when you release the pain. Gratitude releases that pain. Yeah. 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 And so yes. when, you, when you do that, when you release that pain, when you, when you um, express your gratitude for that pain, for, what, for the lesson that's showing, you see, when you shift your focus to the lesson, you are able to say thank you. And then it starts to shift. And then you can start to learn to detach. So detaching is, and the, and the other part of detachment is forgiveness. So you, once you've expressed gratitude, the next thing to do is to forgive. So a lot of people hold on to unforgivingness, things that other people have done to us, you know, or things that have happened that we hold other people responsible for it. The thing is, we are all responsible for ourselves. No one is. Yes, things happen to us. Sometimes they are very unpleasant, sometimes not good at all. Things happen to us, yes, but we are responsible for ourselves. Not saying that, not condoning those actions from the other people, not saying that what they've done is right. No, what they've done may be wrong. What they've done to you may be wrong. But they've also got their own journey to do, their own learnings to do. So when you understand that each one of us, we are put together for a reason, yes, even the bad things that happened is for a reason. And then you understand that that person also has his own growing to do and you're able to forgive and you're able to let go. But then forgiving is also not about that person even. You're not forgiving. Remember, you're not forgiving another. You are forgiving yourself. So forgiveness has nothing to do with another. Forgiveness is about cleansing your heart out. It's actually releasing the anger that you're holding, the shame that you're holding in your heart because of what happened, um, because of somebody else or some situation. You're holding that in your heart. So when you forgive, you're actually doing that as an act of love for yourself you're cleansing your own heart out so when it's so beautiful Araja we're down to like the last five minutes I want you to do two (laughs) things for me before we wrap before Mm -hmm. we wrap up this and we have five minutes left in today's show less less than five minutes left in today's show but two things I want you to do first thing is I want you to pick up where you just left off and I want you to speak directly into the hearts and minds of our listening audience and serve them from that place of forgiving themselves yeah. and releasing that so that they can truly live their the rest of this journey called life with ease. I want you to do that. And then I want you to gift us to your story, your own journey. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your story. Yeah. So yes, um, to everybody who's listening out there, in my experience, I've come across a lot of people who find it very difficult, a big challenge to forgive others. So forgiveness is about cleansing your own heart. It has nothing to do with another. So feel that forgiveness in your heart that you are actually doing it for yourself. It's an act of love for yourself. It's an act of cleansing your own heart. Because when you're carrying that anger in your heart, you are carrying the dirt in your heart. You're making your heart heavy. So it is time to release that. It is time to release and let go and be that beauty, that be that love, be that light that you are in your heart. It is now time for you to do that. Thank you for that. So Raja, what is your contact information? If any of our listening audience wants to contact you and please take a moment to share about any programs that you have to offer as well. Yeah, so you can find me on my website, which is www.rajalovelife.com, which is R-A-J-Y-A-L-O-V-E-L-I-F-E.com, rajalovelife.com, that's my website, you can find me there, you can find me on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram, by Raja Love Life, so yes, connect with me, and I've also got a workshop coming up, online workshop coming up on 
the 5th of December, Saturday. Um, this is on how to shift from pain mindset to gratitude mindset. Oh, so, fabulous. I think that's perfect. Yeah. Do we, just, do we just go to your website to, to get more information? Yes, you can find that on my website. So yeah, go check Super. out and oh, I yeah. look forward to seeing you guys. Excellent. Thank you so much, Raja. Thank, Thank you. you. Now, I know they're wondering about your story, your journey that yes. you hear that you're now paying it forward and helping others. Tell us yeah. about that. So I'll just, um, you know, as we haven't got much time left very quickly, um, you've already described, you know, uh, in the introduction about the challenges that I had, the pain, the physical pain that I had, you know, um, right from childhood, I, I was born quite unhealthy. You know, I was born with all kinds of uh, stomach related problems. And I used to take all kinds of medications right from the day I knew myself. Yeah. Uh, and then I grew up and, you know, and then, you know, diagnosis after diagnosis kept piling up. I was diagnosed with hyperthyroid and fibromyalgia and IBS and migraine and insomnia, so on and so forth. Depression, anxiety, when it got bad, worse. Uh, panic attacks and so many things so the reason why I then turned inward was because I had all of these problems and I used to go to the doctors all the time and taking medications all the time but nothing was helping me it was just getting worse bad to worse and one day it just came to me that I'm just not going to do this anymore because it's not helping me somehow I listen to my inner guidance I listened to that guidance and yes yes and just said okay I'm not going to do this anymore because this is not working I don't know what I'm going to do because I didn't know at the time I didn't know what I was going to do but I'm just I just made that decision I made that choice I made that decision that okay I'm going to stop doing this and I am going to just listen to my inner guidance and I don't want to suffer anymore. I don't want to be in pain anymore. I want to heal. That was the choice I made. That was the decision I made. And as I said earlier, magic started to happen. So then I um, bought myself a deck of um, yoga cards. <laughs> it's quite funny. That's how I started. <laughs> From a bookstore, I got myself a deck of yoga cards and I started practicing a little bit of yoga just looking from those cards but at the time I was suffering from fibromyalgia so I couldn't really do much at all I could hardly move I was very stiff but I started doing so I want to reiterate reiterate to the fact the things that we've talked about before that taking that baby step taking that one yes showing up taking that little step because when I started I couldn't do anything you know I could hardly move I was really stiff but I did I showed up I did. And it, trust me, I didn't do it every day. I couldn't do it every day, right? Right. I would do it for two, three days. I would start to feel better. And then I'll stop for a few weeks. But then I would go back again. So never give up. Never give up the steps that you've taken. Don't give up. Even if you cannot do it every single day, come back to it as soon as you can. Later, three, four, five days later. But come back to it again and don't give up. Keep doing, keep doing. So then I started meditating after that, and that took me to another level. I started feeling energy and, you know, sensing energy, and then that took me to go into energy healing. I got myself trained in Reiki, and I became a Reiki master, and so on and so forth. And then I went on in further and further into my journey and started seeing and understanding everything as the way it's meant to be and feeling grateful for everything that it was the pain that led me to this beautiful journey. Had I not suffered from all those pain early in my life, I wouldn't have gone into this journey inward and finding out all this truth that I have today, I wouldn't have known. So that's how I shifted my attitude to gratitude that everything actually happened for a reason. And so I started, you know, unfolding slowly, yeah. but surely. I started and my body started to heal and I'm completely free of all symptoms today and wow. life is vitality and just doing my joys every single day and just living a blissful life and this is what I want to share with everybody that you can do it too everyone can you can do it wow Savannah that's that's it that is Miss Raja Love Life wishing you a life of peace 
OMG, that was just perfect and right on the buzzer. I want to remind you, you've been listening to another episode of Courageous Conversations with Sheree. Thank you so much for being on today, Raja. I too will be speaking to you much more. Thank you for saying yes and being on this platform. Savannah, that's another episode. You've been listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. Until next week, Savannah, talk to you soon. Thank you.